heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Ballarat today, smallish fields, but uh, plenty of winners out there. Some interesting debutantes, one with an interesting name, uh, named after one who smashed a track record all those years ago in Lovey in race one. Looking forward to Warren Huntley taking us through his thoughts. Uh, Michael Kent Jr. is also going to do the same. The boys on the big V a little bit later on are going to have a chat to Simon Miller about the heat wave in Perth and an update on Amelia's Jewel. Uh, we did ch- talk to the chief steward over there who said the feels like, combined with the Fremantle doctor's arrival, uh, will pretty much ensure the meeting goes ahead. So hopefully it does because it's a terrific meeting. Uh, but Ballarat is our focus today and Warren Huntley's on the line to give us his thoughts. How are you, Was? Oh, I'm very well, thanks, Matty. Yeah, it finally feels like has almost become the official temperature and it's only going to be a feels like of about 34 on Saturday at Ascot, apparently. Yeah, so that's uh, it was good news, being entertaining and informing listening while I'm making my way up to, to Ballarat. It's been a good morning and you mentioned a chat with Simon Miller on the Big V. His biggest challenge might be getting through a dinner with Mark Hunter tonight. That'll uh, set him up for a big weekend. He's a beerman, Mark Hunter, isn't he? Like he's... Every meal, he just ends up surrounded by tinnies. So can Simon Miller go toe-to-toe with Mark, the beer drinker? No, oh, I think it'd be, a, it'd be a wait for age contest for the ages, Matty. Miller goes good too. Yep, you're right. He does go good too. Uh, Mick Kent Jr. is going to join us a little bit later to take us through his runners. And they are interesting runners too, Cadazio and Falazzo. But in the meantime, uh, Warren, let's uh, let's get going with the first. As I said, they, the fields are small. We might be running out of horses. The track is a good four. The scratchings here in race one are numbers two and three. It's a thousand metre two-year-old maiden. It's an interesting race, this. Uh, a lot of them are in the market. Lovey, last time I saw her, she smashed a track record at Flemington 100 years ago. She's back at $2.70. Invincible Bow, number one, is at three sixty five fifty. dollars uh, Makocha, number five, for Henry Dwyer. And $2.80 for Tiano for James Cummings. It's a field of four, but it's an interesting little field of four, Warren. It is hard to have a firm opinion, Matty, but I think Invincible Bow, number one, has shown good talent, <laughs> albeit he's not a finished product yet, but Logan Bates is getting to know him, and I think that uh, he's got as good a chance as any, but all of the debutants have shown something. thought Tiano showed nice speed in a recent jump out for the Godolphin operation, Uh Barrier draw is probably a little bit inconsequential in the small field. Lovey looked sharp. She was given a bit of a test in a recent jump out. That leaves Makosha next best for me, but also has shown talent. One, six, four, five. One, six, four, and five in the first. The second's a three year old maiden, and we are going here without numbers one and five. The whole world's tipping a 16 tunnel today, including trainer Andrew Noblet. $2.25, very, very well related. Nine on top. Uh, from one, four, I miss Margie at three dollars sixty, and then we got five dollars fifty each of two Magic Madonna and Morning Bright. So there's a bit going on here, Warren, but all roads seem to lead to the Sistine Tunnel. Yeah, I've landed on her as well, Maddie, but I, I, you know, I don't know if I want to take too short a quote. And there's some nice jump out form from the, the debutants, but I, I just like the way she moves. So I think she'll be strong late at the end of a thousand metres. So. I'm siding with her, 9-16 tunnel. Hit a 7, morning bright. Um, bit of a contrast. She's got the blinkers on for the debut. She's been ridden 
positively in some jump outs and she looks sharp and I'd expect her to roll forward with Taylor Childs taking a couple of kilos off. Number four, I miss Margie. She'll be up there on the speed as well too. She was given a really solid hit out in a recent jump out to, to build fitness and, and help get her going and I think that's the way she'll be ridden. Number three, hypothermia has got the blinkers on here for the first up run and looked okay in a recent jump out as well. Nine, seven, four, three. Nine, seven, four and three. The third's another maiden over a thousand metres. In this one, we're going to go... No, they're all running. This is a, this is another interesting field, this. I think this is a interesting race meeting. we got $4.60 for Galpin, another one for Nobby, who was pretty enthusiastic about it as well. The 11... Uh, what else we got? We got three dollars ten for degree of difficulty number two from the Cliff Brown stable. Uh, Four dollars eighty for current king, who resumes off a nice debut effort. Eight dollars fifty for Helvar Griffiths and Cox. Seven dollars Bernay for Archie Alexander and for the OTI outfit. So, a bit going on here, Warren. Have you got any thoughts? There's a bit a bit of unknown action as well here. Yeah, I, th- I thought of the debutants. Probably four and five. It had shown as much as any, but. I'm siding with a horse with race experience, number two, degree of difficulty, who ran well. First up, there's already winning form coming out of that race and, and had no excuses on that occasion, but will strip fitter. So leaning two ahead of one, current king. Interesting runner, having its first run for the, the local stable, the Smith stable. And I thought really, well, who knows what was under the bonnet in a recent trial, but the, the debut run was good for the Michael Friedman stable. So... Back here in Victoria, or here in Victoria, thinking that one's there to run well. Many debutants. I thought five, Bernay, showed some speed and ran solidly enough, maintained a strong gallop in a recent jump out. And Helvar, closely raced to, related to Hal Vorson and, and similar ownership there for the Griffith Stable, looks to have moved nicely in a jump out. So the, the dynasty might continue there for Griffo and Don Healy and others. Two, one, five, four. He's almost a cult horse, uh, Hal Vorson, isn't he? I hope Helvar's got uh, similar ability. That would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be, and uh, as I said, uh, an overlap with the connections. They've, uh, they've continued to, to breed that way, and uh, I know that the performances of Hal Vorsett have meant so much to, to the stable, and, and Don Healy in, in particular, who's just been an icon of racing in Victoria, and uh, particularly with the Griffith stable. He has been a, a bit of a behind-the-scenes man, Don Healy. There's no doubt about that. It was good to see him front and centre uh, when the stable had both horses run so well over Cup Week with... Uh, Najim Sahil as, Sahil as well. Uh, race four, made of Dubai. This is a maiden over 1,200 metres. Made of Dubai for Moods and Coleman. Beauty and the Beast Racing is the $3.90 fixed odds favourite. And then just going through, Gundaroo is $6.50. What else we got? Manhattan Stone at $7, $5 for Fayetta. So pretty open. Yeah, it is. Look, I've got a slight leaning, particularly at, at odds and each way basis, number four, Rock the Joint, who I thought against the pattern of the day at Kyneton, ran OK last start and made a bit of a sweeping run with the winkers going on here, slight rise in distance. Double figure odds, I could be with number four, Rock the Joint each way. I think the main danger is number 11, Maiden Dubai. She ran well at Kyneton on the same day and, and she'll be fitter for that run and she probably maps to get into a tactically better position than Rock the Joint. Two Gundaroo looks to have trolled up quite nicely to resume here. And six, Tissot Fab was consistent, albeit behind the place getters in the first racing preparation. But I thought a recent jump out might have uh, indicated some improvement between campaigns. Four, eleven, two, six. 
Four, eleven, two, and six in race four. It's nearly fourteen minutes past eleven. We're going to take a break. Race five is really interesting. There's some interesting horses here. So this isn't a big meeting at Ballarat today, but it's still an interesting one. We'll take this break, and then we'll come back. And Mick Kent Jr. Uh, will be on the other end of it as well. On RSN 927's Racing Polls, the Victorian Form Preview. It is 16 minutes past 11, Victorian Form Preview, Ballarat today. Small but interesting, and race five's a very interesting race. Cadazio is an interesting horse. I remember him winning his debut, I think it was at Geelong, and uh, the world was his oyster. It didn't quite work out from there, but second up today, and he's a Price Kent runner, and they've also got an interesting runner in race eight called Falazzo as well. Uh, and Junior, I'm assuming, has returned from the Caracas sale, or he's at the Caracas sale. How are you, Junior? Morning, Matthew. No, I didn't get on that junket, so I've uh, been back here working hard. Oh, uh, your senior partner got the junket, did he? That's <laughs> correct. Your very senior yeah. partner. <laughs> yeah, he's made a week of it too. No, uh, look, he's, he loves his sales. He put a lot of hours in before he went doing replays of the breeze-ups, and I think we've uh, taken home three or four so far, and they're still going. No, there's a lot involved, isn't there? He's uh, he's so diligent, uh, Mick Price. There's no doubt about that. Hey, just a couple of SMSs really quickly before we get into... Uh, there was one from earlier on, but this one... Uh, could you ask Junior if he thinks the gelding would... Uh, if gelding amenable would take him to the next level? Yeah, I, I, think, I think it might help him find a length or two necessary to finally win a Group 1. Uh, so be most competitive in those, I think, Group 1 handicaps in the autumn and next spring. Uh, he was very close to the Turak. I think, if anything, he was a touch close to the very fast speed, but it was good to see him race handy. And we just felt late that, you know, he wasn't fully genuine as a Colt. So uh, as with most Colts, they get a bit heavy as they get older and they therefore lose their athleticism. So by gelding him, I think we might find it. So um, that'd be fantastic for him to win a group one, hopefully. All right, game on there as a gelding. And what you need, someone, Tim from Kilsyth, wanted to know what's what's the go with what you need. What you need is the most frustrating horse in the stable. He's probably got the most talent. Uh, he's definitely got group one ability, but he's had uh, little feet issues that have curtailed him. He's a little bit throaty, so um, he's had a little clean up there. And I reckon he'll be back in work in a couple of weeks. Uh, one last crack at them. Um, yeah, otherwise you might retire as an unbeaten free starter, but let's uh, see how he goes. Uh, how's Cadazio going to go today? Uh, you know, there was a terrific debut win. I think it was at Geelong, and we thought, oh, this could be a derby or whatever, but he just sort of flatlined a bit. Is he going to have a good campaign, Cadazio? Yeah, well, I think the Felgate Spruik alone made him derby favourite. But Well, we all know um, how damaging that, was, that is, you know. Oh, it's very damaging. It's you know, it's put a lot of our horses in the in the paddock uh, over the years, but um, no, uh, he look, he he um, look maybe a bit flattering that day. I'm not sure how the form worked out of that race, but he's he's proven not to be as good as we thought. Once upon a time, uh, I would say though, I feel like he's back on track. I know he was only a benchmark 58 last time, but on a leader bias, warnable track, he's got home good, and I think second up at the mile, big track. Uh, I expect him to run very well today. All right. And Falazzo in race eight? Well, Falazzo uh, drew the inside at Mooney Valley and was di- he still can't get out, looking for a run. So naturally, she's pulled up super, having, having not been fully tested. 
uh, will go forward, has one course and distance, and is going really well. So I think she's an exceptional each-way chance. Lovely. Hey, I was talking to your old man yesterday. He's still got the boat, and I was thinking when they were talking about the pillars in uh, Western Australia, the races, it made me think of the pillars uh, down on the peninsula at Mount Martha. I think we need to uh, get that scene happening again. Well, for those who haven't been, it's something like you're in Croatia or Greece. It isn't is, it? isn't it? You know, yeah. or, you know, and it's only it's, it's on our doorstep. You get like 40, 50 boats around, everyone jumping off, kids, adults, music. It's uh, it's great fun. It's um, like a beezer or something, isn't it? It's quite bizarre. Yeah, it, it is. Just don't go with Dad because you might go by the, the sunny side. Yes, uh, he did uh, get into a bit of strife at Sunnyside last year. He he ventured in and got harassed by all these nudists. So we thought we thought he actually showed a little bit too much interest in it, to be honest. So anyway, we move on. We move on. Let's not even. That's it. Makes me cringe even thinking about it. Well, the fun, the funniest score is when we had a, a skier and we could not pull up us get him out of the water. We had to keep doing U turns to pick him up and come on, get out of the water. And we were stuck there for about half an hour. And it's not the sexiest nudist beach. There's a lot of saggy old men there. Don't worry about that. Righto, we move on. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Uh, Back with Warren, who's probably fetal on the ground after hearing that conversation. Um, Warren, to get you back fired up, Cadazio, where where do you see him at in this? Let me just have a little look at the the market and so on. He's the $3.60 favourite on the fixed odds. The scratching is number six. $7.50, Jenny Contessa. Uh, Tewksbury, number seven at three dollars forty, five dollars Hanadi, and that's about it. Yeah, I'm with Caraccio. I thought his first up run was good, as Michael outlined. It was probably against the pattern of, of the race and perhaps the day. The seven Tewksbury, who looks like he'll get an uncontested lead, and uh, his first run as a gelding was solid, riding the speed through the same race. Jenny Contessa, she probably has to go in, but I think she's the one most likely to be looking for further out of that race. I'll put five true nobility who gets every chance to run the trip from that draw. Eight, seven, nine, five. Eight, seven, nine, five. First leg of the quaddy. Second legs are 58 over 1,000 metres. We are going without five and ten. 3.30 fixed odds favourite is Zabilist, uh, Kennewell and Yeomans, number eight. $5.50. I'm a page three girl. Uh, the Bald Eagles are part owner and gave it a good rap. Number seven off the trials. $8.00 Carolina Sunrise. $6.50 Zother. Uh, Alpenova uh, from the Hoogland Stable is $4. So uh, there's a few here for, for quaddy takers to think about. I think there's some up-and-comers here, Matty. I struggled to split numbers 8 and 7. I put Zabilist, who was very good breaking the maiden first up. There's been a few options for the second up run. Just hoping there hasn't been a setback and just settling on this is the most suitable option. On a page three girl was very good winning on debut, she's jumped out nicely to resume, and interesting to hear um, the Bald Eagles say that they can probably take advantage of that draw, be near the speed, and guess a great winning hope. Four Carolina Sunrisers jumped out really nicely, quite sharp, given a hit out in a recent jump out. I'll put three sweet and spicy who are probably doing the ducking and weaving late as next best, eight, seven, four, three. All righty, uh, race seven, this is a... 1,200-metre race. Uh, here we have the scratchings of numbers three and nine. Pretty short. Head them uh, for Lindsay Smith, number six at $2.40. $5.50 each of three. War Chime, number one. Kathy's Bow, number two. And Moral Moral, uh, uh, number five. So, And that's about it. Then we go out to about $9, $10, $11 the next best. 
Hope number six, Hedham, can jump with them. If he does, I think this is a great option. Second up, he ran well. First up, diving through uh, between a couple of wild stable mates late. And I think this is a good option. Second up, a zero to 64 banded at that level. Six out of two. Kathy's both through the same form line. She's been back to the jump, or he's been back to the jump out since. Five, Moral Moral, has also been back to the jump outs between runs. But might have been in inferior ground late in that race last start. I put 10 Tango Jewel, who looks one of the on-speed runners from a low draw with Winona Costed in. Next best, 6-2-5-10. 10 and then we round it off with the 1,400-metre Benchmark 64 race eight. Uh, plenty of ammo. Simon Wilde, number 13, $3.90 fixed odds favourite. More Mum, uh, locally trained, $8.50. San Jewel, uh, sorry, it's a roughie. Pontificators, $6.50. Falazzo, $4.80. $9.00. Gin o'clock is $6, and then we get out to double-figure odds the rest. Uh, did Michael Kent Jr. give you a good enough push for Falazzo? I'm with her each way. Maddie, I'll put it out as a, an early look each way at about 5.50 yesterday, racing.com, and I, I thought she had no luck as Michael outlined at the Valley first up. Winner at the course and distance, that was her only win, and it was a maiden, but uh, good that she's won second up at the track and distance. Six for me each way. Hit a 13, plenty of ammo, five. Cyclone Harmony and 10 Pontificate, 6, 13, 5, 10. All right. How are we going to play the meeting? Late for me, Maddie. Best race seven, number six, Hedham. Each way, the value, race eight, number six, Falazzo. Quaddy first leg, eight, seven, and nine. Wide second leg with eight, seven, four, three, and one. Six, two, five, and 10 in the third leg. Coming home with six, 13, five, and 10. Running double races, four and five, the player today just taking the top two numbers race four four and eleven into race five eight and seven are you a cran man on saturday i'll be there in the manning yard for racing.com so i'm praying for somewhere close to the one mil and the 20 mil maddie yes it might be an unfortunate curveball that might be heading their way but hopefully it won't do that because we've had such sunny skies for the city meets and then as soon as we go out of town uh things might change but hopefully it'll it'll stay away for at least uh, 24 hours more than expected hey good on you warren thanks for that Cheers, Manny.